0: Welcome to The Interesting Podcast, episode number 78. This episode is my friends George and Kelly Collier, who are better known as the band My Girl, My Whiskey, and Me. And they're awesome, as you'd probably expect by now. Uh, George and Kelly I've known for a super long time. Uh, George George and I met in sixth grade, I believe. We even lived together for a few years. And then Kelly I met... Uh, Early on in high school. So a very, very long time. And uh, they were were friends of mine that eventually got together and got married and started a band. And so I got to talk to them because they just did a tour of all 50 states in a year. Which sounds awesome, and it's even more awesome than you expect. And I'm going to say awesome a whole lot in this intro because it fits. Alright, so we talk about that. Um, We talk about how they both uh, started playing music. How they got into it. We talk about uh, bluegrass because their band is a bluegrass band. And why they chose bluegrass. What it is about that specific genre that drew them to it. Uh, And then just crazy stories uh, about the tour. Things that they expected. Things they didn't. Uh, Tips for touring bands. Some really, really good ones. Um, We talk about Crazy Horse, which was something that I hadn't even heard of before now. And it's nuts. All kinds of great stuff. So you guys are really going to enjoy it. There's also uh a little a little bit of extra on the end here this uh this podcast is actually going to end with one of their songs so there's a there's a little there's a little tease for you to 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 write at the end you know a little cherry on top if you will so uh without further ado here is the interesting podcast episode number 78 with my girl my whiskey and me's george and kelly collier theme song time Yeah, <laughs> the jam. I know, mm. I know. You should hear the jam to my hype show. <laughs> right after I actually, you know, what? I have not played the hype show theme song on the main show before. Do so it because of the request of of you guys. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play yeah. it. Yeah, and I have to warn you, you're gonna get pretty hyped <laughs> because it's. I'm almost a little too obsessed with it, and it's my own theme song. So, if I need to so get hyped, like, I listen to my own It show. was really lame. It's, yeah, exactly. It's just a remix of the Mr. Rogers theme song. Uh, Would, is it really? No, that'd be amazing, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have you, Did you see the Mr. Rogers documentary?
1: No. Oh, is it amazing? Oh,
0: man. It's gotta be. You want a good cry? That's the was, one.
2: Yeah. It's... We watched that. We were just talking about last night how he, like, were in, when uh during all that segregation stuff when like
3: mm-hmm. some
2: throwing acid on those the black people in the uh in the swimming pools he was just like he had like a American police officer on him, on the show yep and like straight up washed his feet Jesus styles <laughs>
0: I love it I love I was like, it.
2: what and, in the world this guy's incredible
0: it and it gets crazier like there's a part in the documentary where they talk about uh like the show had been off the air for a while. And mm-hmm. then they, then 9/11 happened, and the uh, the network was like, "We need Mr. Rogers back because we don't know who to who can talk to people after something yeah. like this."
2: That's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's
0: it is nuts, and yeah, by the end you'll just you'll just start crying. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But to get uh, hyped, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, are you ready? Let me pull this yes. Up. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I'm ready. But... This is the theme song. Sh- if I can talk, the theme song. For the hype show, which is a Patreon exclusive for anyone that's listening. Tell me that doesn't get you hyped. That is <laughs> you couldn't awesome. see us, but we were dancing. Right. So we're it's dancing. involuntary. I can't yeah. help it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. What? Who made me dance? Yeah, exactly. Like, what is going oh no? Oh yeah. no. <laughs> it starts at the foot and doesn't stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I God, i got to love that song. I I'm making hype shows just so I can play that song. Oh it's, wow. It's so good. They it's I got it on uh this guy on Fiverr. And wow. uh, yeah, he. Uh, so I sent him all these sound bites. I was like, "All right, I want Rocko from the Boondock Saints. I want Anakin <laughs> from Episode One. I want Chandler from Friends." Uh, but I also want it to be in the style of the Final Countdown. And mm-hmm. He goes, "All right, yes. yeah, let's mix this up." And that's what we got.
2: That, that's really. Nice. I can hear the Final Countdown in there. That's yeah. really cool. Right. A very Which very is subtly. The
0: most hype song in the history of ever. Yeah. The yeah. So, mm-hmm. You can't not. I don't know how that's not played every New Year's Eve. Right? Uh
2: That's what I'm saying. Next year. Like,
4: every band that plays New Year's Rockin' Eve should have to, like, well, not every band, but, like, the the band at the the end of that. I mean, how could you not?
0: I agree. I agree.
4: Well, you probably will appreciate this. So, we're have been we going to do this um, St. Paddy's Day show with some other band members, and we're learning a bunch of, we're learning three hours worth of um, Irish music. And,
0: um, Ooh.
4: yeah, so I mean, I'm sure you're into that. We, and so I was just thinking, we're ending the set off with, um, the parting glass. Oh, awesome.
0: how are you able to?
2: Oh, man.
4: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I can't listen to that song without crying. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. rough. It's, it's, it's it, it falls unto my lot that I should rise and you should not. I'll gently rise and I'll softly call. Mm-hmm. Good night. Enjoy it with you all.
0: Rough, but that's, that's a gorgeous song. One, do you yeah. know, uh, uh, The Rocky Road to Dublin?
4: Yes, uh, that's that one of the well. ones. Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, really we're doing some, some traditional stuff, but we're also doing, like, Flogging Molly and Dropkick Murphys and stuff. So. Of course. Of
0: course. The classics.
2: The yeah. classics.
0: <laughs> the unclassics. you know, the song's
2: about, like, someone stealing your hat and you beating up the entire room. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you've got, like, the Ratlin Bog, which is like, let's just add on to this and get faster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I don't um, know that one. It's a... Um, if you go to like any Irish wedding at like three in the morning when everyone's drunk, someone will inherently just start singing the rat uh, Yeah,
4: Interesting. Yeah. Do you know the song what's the, um
2: Seven Drunken Nights?
0: Yeah, Seven Drunken Nights. Seven drunken nights? Not by the title. It's um As so... I went
2: home on Monday night, as drunk as drunk could be, I saw a horse outside the door where my old horse should be. Uh, <laughs> I called me wife and I said to her. Will you kindly tell to me, who owns that horse outside the door where my old horse should be?
4: Are you drunk, you drunk, you silly old fool? Still you cannot see, that's a lovely sow that my mother sent to me.
2: Well, it's many a day I've traveled. A hundred miles or more But a saddle on a sole Sure, I never saw before
4: So it goes to that seven nights And, like, the last two nights are super dirty Basically, <laughs> his wife is Cheating on him, obviously And so she just says, like, there's a point where, like, it's her It's, like, who's the, whose head Is on the bed where my head should be And she's like, it's a boy! It's a baby, it's a baby boy. boy! My mom sent him to me oh, Like, no, no <laughs> Like,
2: I've never seen a baby boy with his whiskers on before Yeah
4: <laughs> the last two nights we can't even we We can't even say them yeah (laughs) they're so bad um that's but our our friend that very human. our friend that requested <laughs> that we play it um, said that one time he went to a wedding and he they had an Irish band and so he requested that song at a certain point oh my and God. they were like they we him. can't they shamed him they we were like we can't play that at a wedding and he was like I <laughs> people play everything at all things no he
2: didn't say that he's like don't you think that's a little inappropriate for a wedding man yeah and like in front of a bunch of people yeah and he's like oh, uh, uh, oh, okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a good point it's a good point. I need you to play the song about the wife cheating on her husband. Yeah, no, I get it. That, yeah, that's the one. That's the one.
2: But those are the ones that are always played at at weddings for some reason. Like, play all the single ladies at at my wedding. I was like, what? (laughs) Hold on a second.
0: This one's for the crowd.
2: You know. Yeah. Play one of those Carrie Underwood songs about destroying your ex-boyfriend's stuff.
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And a happy nuptials to you both. Yeah.
2: Oh my God, that's Speaking amazing. Speaking of
4: which, what is, what is different about being, for you, in your particular opinion? Because I we're know. We're doing the interview now. I, knew, I know <laughs> that what's different about being, because I've been married for five years, but what, <laughs> what is, I mean, because you and Monique were together for eight years before you got married?
0: Yeah, we just hit nine years uh, wow. last week. Yeah. It's, so, so what's different being married? Yeah. Um,. That's a good question. And, and, uh, touche. I never answer questions on my own show. But, <laughs> but being that I've known you guys longer than any previous guest, I'll, I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little. Yeah. Um, nothing. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we've been together so long, you know, and we yeah. lived together for a lot of years as well beforehand. So it wasn't even like that was different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is, like, money. Some of her bills are my bills yeah, now. Uh-huh. My bills are her bills. Yeah. But other than that, like, eh. I don't know. We, I tell everybody, like, year five was the stride. Once you hit yeah. year five, everything else is just gravy. You're like, yeah, we're in the swing now. We know each other so well. Like, it just works, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like yeah, that. Awesome.
4: And, and, yeah, that's really awesome. That's really cool. Because, yeah, I mean, I think about – I actually – I ask because, like, I think about you guys all the time. I'm like, man, like, we – because we've only been together, I think, a total of six years. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I'm just like – I mean, we, we're still hitting, like, little, I guess, milestones, I guess, a little bit in our communication yeah. and whatever. Sure. And like, I always think about you guys. I'm like, man, they're, like, they're younger than me. <laughs> They've been <laughs> together <laughs> longer. Yeah. Um, they're making it work out.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it, I mean, I always joke that, like, so the first year we were together, normally people have, like, you know, the butterfly phase for the first year. Everything's awesome. You're like, oh, I'm just so glad to have this person, and oh, her favorite thing is also my favorite thing, even if it isn't, it is now. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we we fought about everything for the first year, yeah, like just little things back and forth, and for some reason we stuck it out. And after a year, we're like, I think we love each other, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then the fights got less, and now like we never fight because God, we've been together so long. We're like, oh, I already know what it is. Yeah, I get it. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> you know she's the best. Yes, dear. Yes, exactly. But, uh, so, oh, before we got cut off, I, I, so how, when did you guys meet? Because like I said, I know I was a part of it, but I don't remember how it happened. It was, it
4: was like, remember Key of David, House of Prayer, that tiny little, like.
0: Like storage unit of a room?
4: Yeah. (laughs) They wanted to do some worship in that room. And so, um, I was like, that, it was funny because now, you know, I do this for a living, but like at that time. I had never played music for three hours straight before. And um, I they, when somebody asked me to be one of the worship leaders, I was like, yeah, I can do that for three hours, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I did no, that was insane. But um, uh, yeah, and so I invited all you guys, you and Victor, um, maybe Aaron and... I don't know who else, but, like, you guys brought George. And that was the first time I ever met him. And he had his guitar with him, as he always, always. did. <laughs> and he was like, can I sit in with you? And I was like, I guess so. Like, <laughs> fine. And Very then three hard. years later, we started dating.
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Because I think you were living with me still, George, weren't you? Yeah. hmm Yeah. We lived together that's for a few years. That's what's
2: the door before you went. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's what... So that's another crazy thing is... When I talk about the the best guitar player I've ever met, Georgia right up there. And oh. I remember that <laughs> you lit when I was like I asked you one time like where you learned. You're like, Well, I bought a guitar and then I just took it with me everywhere.
3: Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah.
0: What? And you lit that is that is not an exaggeration. If you were a yeah. place, your guitar was there. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, practice really does make perfect, I guess.
2: It does.
4: It's it, easier. It I will say that like now that he plays the mandolin, it's a much smaller instrument, so it's a lot less like Cumbersome. Yeah. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it's a better instrument to take everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that. So what? The, I'm I'm assuming you stuck with the mandolin because of the the genre that the band works in, or because
2: um, it was smaller. It, it's, the um, it's kind of weird. The, the so the name of the band is My Girl, My Whiskey, and Me, and that kind of um that solely comes from. The first time I'd ever seen bluegrass music, um, it was a band called the Rayato Ruffians and they had a song called My Girl, My Whiskey and Me. Oh, and it, I didn't know that. Yeah, it pays homage to them a little bit and, uh, and, um, yeah, it was the first time I'd ever seen a mandolin in action and I was, I just fell in love with like, it, it's amazing how it can be so like punchy but so warm at the same time. It's like one of the most unique toned instruments that I think I've ever heard and, um, you know, because there's a level, there's a perfect balance of brightness and warmth. And I just, I love that. And so it became my favorite instrument almost instantaneously. And I did very similar, a uh, very similar thing to when I bought my first guitar and I just went to a pawn shop and bought a mandolin for $35. And What? You, the mandolins you get for $35 are not the best mandolins that you can get. Fair enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> that I, makes like, sense. I find it and like I took the nut off because it was like a cheap plastic nut, and I literally broke a pencil in half and used the graphite <laughs> from the pencil as the uh, as the nut for a while. And then I put a capo on it, so I so it would be capoed on the first fret, and I tuned everything down a half step. And it was a it was a jerry-rigged mandolin, but uh, got my first gig on that one and made a hundred bucks and went you and go.
0: A <laughs> Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm not no. surprised at Same all. Man. <laughs> man. So, Kelly, when did you start playing music?
4: Um, When I – so I've always been a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was 11, I remember I was sitting in the living room with my dad, and I was like, yeah, can you teach me guitar? Because I don't want to be – I basically was just like, I don't want to, you know – have to um we don't want to have to like
2: have a tape <laughs>
4: playing or something sure i don't want to be a karaoke singer perchance. chance um, per
2: those size, are the type I mean. of people that perform on fifth avenue though babe
4: you know
2: <laughs> that's
0: true that's true <laughs> um
4: so i so that was my um i don't know i always loved um yeah i just always loved singing and songwriting and um I never expected to pursue it though. I always just thought that it was easier as a hobby because as you probably know with acting, it's very difficult to Uh, get well. And I didn't realize that, you know, before I met George, I didn't realize that it was even possible to make like a somewhat decent living just being like a person that plays in bars. I just thought that was something that was too many. Like, you would never make enough money doing that. And, you know, we're not blazing. No, blazing. <laughs> right. We're yeah. not rolling in
3: rolling
2: it.
4: Rolling in dough. Um, <laughs> but rolling
2: in pizza dough.
4: We are, you know, feeding ourselves well. And <laughs> we're not, you know, we're not. So it's, it's good. And it's a good way to travel. And um, so I'm really happy that um, I just fell into this with George. Um,
2: and of, it's I funny how. You a, I gave you a gentle nudge.
4: Yeah. I think it's funny how. A lot of the music that I – because, you know, it's hard to – I don't know. It's hard for me to, like, really find music. A lot of the music that I listen to now, um, I was in a band playing that music before I was into that music. Mm -hmm. Uh Oh. Yeah. So, like, with bluegrass – like, I didn't listen to bluegrass before I played it. Um, And then I also – like, we were in a Pink Floyd tribute for a while. And, you know, I knew a couple of Pink Floyd tunes, but, like, now I know so much of
2: it. And, and it's all an absolutely incredible.
4: I love it, you know. So yeah. it, it, it kind of made me feel a little bit like, you know, because normally when you're playing Pink Floyd songs for people, like, the whole crowd
1: is like, I saw them in 77. No, <laughs> <Yeah, yeah>, Exactly. <laughs> I
2: only
0: remember a- half of it.
2: Yes, yeah, exactly. We've had a few people make remarks, and it's always so flattering when we play, like, a Bowie song or a Pink Floyd song, and they're like, it's better than the original, and we're like, oh, my God.
4: No, it's not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You're wrong in so many ways, but I will appreciate this comment regardless, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that is that is a huge comment to make.
0: Yeah. I've become the king of deflecting compliments.
2: Yeah. Oh. It's taken
0: years of practice.
2: That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But what if someone compliments you on being so good at deflecting compliments?
0: I haven't had that happen, but... <laughs>
2: You're so good at I've... deflecting compliments, Brian.
0: I mean, I'm just copying you.
2: Oh!
0: oh! look at that. I didn't even know that was sitting there. <laughs> That's how I live my life. Do you have a plan? Absolutely not. <laughs> because I've... I No joke, I will say... I'm being generous, because I can only think of one. But I'll say two... There's only been <laughs> two times in my life where I've said, wow, that went exactly as I planned it. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've learned to roll with the punches, and mm-hmm. uh, Monique is the exact opposite. <laughs> she plans yeah. things, and they always work out. So I'm wow. always like, eh, we'll try, but uh, trust me, it ain't going to go the way I'm planning it. And then <laughs> she plans it, and it does. And I'm like, what is happening? I don't <laughs> understand. She hits all the green yeah. lights. I just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad I married her.
2: Of a woman. Well, she's yeah, a
0: nurse, yeah. isn't she? She is, exactly. And I, like, am not aware of my extremities, so I'm smacking my hand on tables as I'm walking by accidentally. Ah. God,
3: thank
2: you. Accidentally God. unplugged some guy's IV when I walked in. Yeah,
0: yeah. Thank God she's not me because she wouldn't be a nurse for very long. That's a fact. <laughs> we, we joke sometimes. Uh, I was like, I, I could not do your job. She's like, what do you mean? I go, people will die. I know for a fact. Yeah. Give me half a shift. At least three people are going out. Oh, hey, oh my it. God. It's just the way it's going to be. I've got the memory of an Alzheimer's patient, and they need medication that I they, will not they, remember.
4: you be like, should you be on the bed here? Are you? <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> Who are you? I don't know anymore. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your last name is Tedford because i got a ton of pills, and I'm not going uh-huh. into another room. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm scared to go out there.
0: Yeah. Not going to. No.
2: Nope. Yeah, that's that's a high stress job, man. I Who can't imagine. It's really amazing.
0: I know, dude. She she has twenty patients that are hers. I that's was like, crazy. I'm gonna keep delivering newspapers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All the newspapers. You know, yeah.
0: you know, hitting the. Does she ever deliver babies? Is that ever? She has. has she has delivered a baby. Yeah, as her um. I guess so. In nursing school. You've got, like, the classroom and all that stuff, but then you also have what's called clinicals, where you go mm-hmm. from, like, hospital to hospital for, like, a week to get some on-the-job training, and each time you go to a different hospital, you're in a different unit. Uh, so, she was, like, in the ER for a little bit. She was in there for a little bit, and, uh, yeah, she delivered a baby. Wow. Wow. And I was, like... That
4: must have been a... I mean, yeah, that's, that's a big that's experience that that's you have crazy. with, like, millions of people, possibly. <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, I was, like, huh, nope. <laughs> I'm good. Uh. <laughs> I've like just recently gotten over like my my fear of like that sort of thing and that like because I used to think it was so like gross and they, every time everybody paints a picture of it you're just like oh no, oh no oh, that's <laughs> yeah. cool. uh, everything about this is disgusting
3: yep. but
2: so somehow Thanks, it's supposed to it's supposed to be beautiful <laughs> and I understand that but I don't get it yeah and then my brother uh, he didn't have a baby but he was in the process of creating the baby and. Uh, <laughs> So now
4: he's the father of a baby. He didn't just like baby. leave the girl. That's what right. he
2: yeah. <laughs> right. well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Now just thinking about it, like seeing her and everything, it's kind of like it changes the the perspective of it a little bit. And it's like, I wouldn't mind being in the room when Kelly's giving birth now. And like, oh, I, would, cool. I, would, I would, I would much rather. Be a...
0: <laughs> Kelly's like, oh, thank God. You'll be there. Trust <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> I've already, in the alternate reality where Monique and I do have kids, uh, I'm like, I'm going to be up by your head looking in the opposite direction holding your hand. <laughs> that way I'm there, and I have encouraging words, but uh, I don't want to pass out. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> like, oh, it's great. And then you've got a, a passed out man as well as a newborn baby. Yeah, uh, that's sounds...
3: nice. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, us my happy.
0: Yeah, exactly. And knowing me, I'm going to hit my head on something on the way down. So it's uh, like, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to cause more trouble than I'm worth. So that's, <laughs> that was, that's the oh key. My... <laughs> Knowing yourself well enough to put yourself in these situations. Yeah. true. Oh, God.
4: Oh, God. I don't
0: even want to think about it. Greg has a I... kid and same. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I love this child more than anything I've ever loved. But at the same time, God, it's stressful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and...
2: well, you have the easy job. All you got to do is just spoil that baby.
0: That's the plan. Yeah, yep. that is the plan. He lived with us for a week. They came over around Christmas, and oh. Ronan is let's see, his birthday he turned one in August, so he's like a year and a half now, whatever it is. They count months. <laughs> I'm like fourteen months. I was like, What it's a year and two months. What are, what are we doing here? Yeah, I'm, I'm seventy-two months. You're 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 four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but people do that. I'm like, why are you
1: doing that?
0: <laughs> yes, I'm just
2: aging myself in months as well. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I did that once. <laughs> Yeah. No, my favorite was like I added up how many months Monique and I were together because somebody was like, Oh, I'm yeah. on my, like my eight month anniversary. I was like, that's awesome. I just hit my 100th month. <laughs> you know, going strong. <laughs> right. You're like, she, 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 yeah, she ain't wised up yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> she ain't I mean, figured it out. <laughs> no, that's why I wiped the hell out of her. Had to, had to yeah. before she figured out what was going on.
4: Uh, <laughs> you just wake up like every couple of years, and I'm like you're still here. Yeah, exactly.
0: There are hey, times. Hey, think fast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Exactly.
4: Before she came even think of it, she like just planned the entire wedding, and you're yeah. like, "That's fine, okay."
0: <laughs> That's right. I used to joke that while she was sleeping, I just whispered in her ear, "Love me," <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I can tell you guys, it works. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that is- that yeah, is great. Oh God! So you guys have played a lot of music. Yeah. When did you decide to to be a band? Because that's a specific decision, almost like having
2: a kid, right? Yeah, I would say it's kind of similar.
0: Yeah,
4: George. Um, <laughs> well, George started my girl, my whiskey, and me before we were together or or even hanging out. Well, I mean, we had known each other, but we weren't hanging out at the time. Like he started it with other people, which, um. Like he said earlier, it was based. The name was based off of that song,
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, and the experience that he had when he found bluegrass. So a lot of people now, especially, think that like, it, oh, it's talking about him and his girl, who is awfully obviously that girl, and how much they like whiskey. And, like,
2: well, they're not <laughs> wrong.
4: Fair. Fair. Um, Same. But, but um, yeah. So he started the band. I don't even know how long ago. Um, <laughs> years 8 or 9 years ago maybe I don't know something like that it's a bit some some yeah and then um so, so our this band is almost as old or around as old as your relationship with Monique yeah. so as you can imagine uh it's uh had its fair share of um tears but
0: um <laughs> until know. year 5 then it hit the stride right right <laughs> right, right, right. That, well, yeah.
2: Actually.
4: Sort of, yeah. So um, I joined around oh, six years ago. Like we started dating, and then um, a little bit after that, some members moved around, shuffled around, and then um,
2: we, we, decided, man. we decided. we <laughs> decided to
4: move to South Carolina, and originally it was going to be four of us that moved up here. Um, that Matt and Nikki decided that they were not ready for that, and so they. Um, stayed behind and formed a different band which is awesome Mm -hmm. um and we um continued on as the duo and started all over again and um now Matt and Nikki live up here too (laughs) actually they just moved up to Asheville like last year um so I was like yeah you know it's just just a timing thing and
2: it freed us up to like we, our music styles changed quite a bit and we're we're pretty overly ambitious for our level of success <laughs> as and, you should be which is good I think it is a good thing in some ways and like um, that's you know I don't think this past like year would have happened where we did all 50 states if we had been like tied down with other members
0: yeah that's true way more people to wrangle
2: yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just more expensive and if a venue's never heard of you before, 200 bucks is like all you all you can, you know, Hope suggest for to them to muster up. Some places pay more, but most of the time it's like you're even looking at like 50 bucks and you're like, "I'll take it."
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Will you feed me? Exactly. You, you show up with a hat. Please, sir. Yes. I'll play no. the music for you. Can no. I have some all? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't no. eaten in days.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Man, we were man. pretty well off man. we were definitely uh, uh, well taken care of on the on the road and we had a lot of supporters um, on our GoFundMe and we raised a good chunk of money on there and people tipped really generously on the road and bought a bunch of merchandise and you know CDs, t-shirts stickers all that stuff and it was we, awesome.
4: We made what's interesting is we made the most money in alaska
0: really yeah.
4: yeah and we we made enough to um basically cover like going from washington to fairbanks through canada um we made enough to cover the gas um and then like basically doubled that actually yeah we doubled it so wow.
3: um,
2: yeah there and back actually fuel yeah fuel to alaska fairbanks and back yeah just 42 42- the 42 g- hour drive from Washington.
4: Yeah. So the the gigs paid really well and then like the people tipped really well. So it yep. was just a really nice community of people.
2: Mm-hmm. Um they were just like, "Hey, hey, there's people."
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> guys co- came from where? To
2: us? <laughs> New people yeah. in Alaska? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Our entertainment has been making snow angels backwards. You got to mix it up.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, it was, we went there the first week of May and it was, it was cold. It was very, very cold. <laughs> oh, um, they're like, it it's does beautiful. get warm here. And I'm like, what well, define warm. Cause I'm from Florida <laughs> and my mother's Jamaican. So
0: <laughs> exactly. You're like I don't even have thick blood. Like, yeah. Oh, man, that's yeah. nuts. So why bluegrass? Tell us George. Tell yeah. us
2: George. George, you boy. Um, there's really no explanation for it. It just kind of spoke to my soul in a way. I like uh, it. A lot how I'd imagine Irish music speaks to your soul. You know, you hear a song and you're just like, I don't even know what this is about, but holy cow, I love connects. it. Yeah. It
0: connects. Yeah.
2: Just Yeah. And that's how a lot of the bluegrass music is. And like, when you hear that, like Appalachian, like, where they go from like a D to a C, back to a D, and you're just like, oh, mm, I don't know what is about <laughs> But something about that dominant seventh, I just want it all the time every day.
0: I hear you, I hear you. The, the, there's a specific type of, uh, of vocal harmony as well. That you're like, "Oh, this is bluegrass." I, I, there it is.
2: I think the perfect ver- the perfect example um, for your listeners out there to listen to of like why I fell in love with Bluegrass and like, that's, that style of Appalachian music is the song "Rain and Snow. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely. The harmonies are unbelievable. There's a version of it by uh, Michael Daves and Chris Thiele. That's the thing I love too. Is like there's there's so much of that traditional music out there, and there's so many different people covering it even to this day that you could have like you know thousands of versions of one song.
0: Right, right.
2: And it's really awesome. And like it gives you like this massive pool of diversity. And some of them are not good, (laughs) but. You have somebody who, like, revisits it and reimagines the song. and I mean, like, uh, Kurt Cobain did a bluegrass tune, uh, and he did uh, um, In the Pines.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And, like, he turned it into, like, their style. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, it it turned into a beautiful song. That's another beautiful song. That's got the the same kind of harmonies.
0: Sure, sure. Thanks.
2: And the angst.
0: Yeah, so much angst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So having not listened to bluegrass music before playing it, Kelly, was was it difficult to learn because it's so versatile? Um,
4: it was, I don't know.
0: I don't remember. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I just, like, well, I had, like, you know, I had a, a taste of it, but I was never into, like, country music is, in general. Like, that, that blanket of country, like, um... I'm really not into. And so it's interesting, like, I'm learning that there's, um, there is versions of country that I do really like and, mm-hmm. um, folk music. I really love. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I find that like, honestly, for me, it's just about like the, the feeling behind it. If I feel like it's just like puked out for money, then sure. I really, I can't, I can't handle it. but like, um, I can't. You can't help but love something that's. I'm going totally off topic. There <laughs> you asked no me So <laughs> 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 We're all about here. Um, uh, yeah. Basically. Okay. I'm gonna answer that question though.
0: Um, <laughs> we're, we're coming back to this.
4: <laughs> it's. I mean, folk music in general is. Um, it's you know the easy chords generally mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, and like the two beat and the, you know, the hammer-ons and like, there's really simple things. I don't think I've it's thought really about It's
2: really getting it. used to the speed is the, is the trick.
4: Yeah. The speed. And then like, but it's also, I think the hardest thing, honestly, about learning any kind of music is like, I mean, you kind of have to learn the, you know, like the basics of it, the mm-hmm. little hat tricks, but then you also have to like figure out like, how is this going to be different from everybody else's?
3: Sure. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: and we we do progressive bluegrass and so like that's even more of like like we have to how are we gonna make this sound different?
2: Complicated chords and right and rhythms and on top of that, trying to keep it Appalachian sounding and But
4: you cool also thing. wanna be yourself. You wanna right. make sure that your your own personality is coming through and it's not this contrived like I shoved these things together and, you right. know. Well, curious. that comes
2: from knowing the history of the music, I think, too. And, like, that's where I resonate anyway. If I if I know the story well and I can, like, uh, empathize with the story in some way
3: mm-hmm.
2: of the music, of the song, or of the culture of the music, and then I I play it much better. Like, we're learning these Irish tunes and now I'm like, oh, those damn English yeah. yeah, exactly. And like it, when you have that attitude, it's like even though I'm partially English, yeah, same. Like you know, Call I'm, you're I'm actually an English. Name. Yeah, I'm partially English and Irish. So, so I like to think of my people as peacekeepers. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but um, I think of them the as rebels. Is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, some of my rebels, you know, they got lonely in the war. Of course, and, you, know. you know, they met some English English folk, and they were like, hey. It's so bad,
0: yeah. You know, you can't be with the one you love, <laughs>
2: the one you're <laughs>
0: oh, that is oh, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I oh, love babe. <laughs> <laughs> that was more uh, from the perspective of the ancestors, you know, right? You know I mean? yeah. Yes, yeah, right. We're, we're just <laughs> we're we're justifying the, the, the mixture and blood, if you will, yes, yeah. of course, yes. in a lovely but, song.
3: <laughs> <My blood>. yeah <laughs> 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 yeah yeah i'm um,
0: with you, I'm with you. So,
2: but yeah I, that's that's how bluegrass was for me as i kind of i initially resonated with just the tones of the music and mm-hmm. then uh when i started learning the lyrics and the you know the story behind even the, the authors of the music and and stuff like that it's it's a lot you know because kelly and i are um, kelly and i are leading worship at uh at a church in Tennessee right now. And, uh, we, uh, it's a, it's a similar thing to that. Like if I, I'm not going to play a worship song if I can't, you know, listen to it and resonate with it and like, and understand where they're coming from. And there's a lot of these hymns out there. Like, uh, it is well with my soul. And you think about the history of it, of this guy writing it after his daughters had drowned, like, and he's, Sailing over the part of the sea where they drown, and that's when he wrote the song It Does Well with My Soul." And you're like, "Oh my gosh!"
0: Sure, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, isn't that crazy?
0: Holy cow, man! That's that makes yeah. sense, though, for the the medium of music. You know, it is yeah. it is an outward expression from the inside, and you it can is. tell when it's phoned in. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the big thing with like talking about country nowadays. Like a lot of country has become a victim of supply and demand, oh, in, yeah. in that it's it's like not country anymore in the true Mm -hmm. sense it's popular music because you have to get the bills paid so like it's like it makes sense but then to find old school like country with like you know hank williams jr and and the classics it's difficult i i just got introduced to jamie johnson Mm -hmm. uh in december because i was like i I, because i was talking to slim about that uh, about country and i haven't heard good country in a really long time and then he told me that there's a genre called outlaw country, right? And, and that's like the real country that's still kicking. I was like, yeah. oh, so I yeah. listen to that, and I'm like, oh my God, it's just from the heart. Yeah, yeah
2: mm-hmm. it is. some of it is, and then there's some of it that's a little a little grungier and yep, and like and dirtier. Yeah, uh, like, I I can't get into a lot of Hank three stuff because he's just like. Yep. talking about drunken and partying and stuff, and I'm like, you know, that's cool and all, but, like, where's the feeling? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's like, do you know who, do you know Bo Burnham? Yeah. yeah. He had that bit about, like, country music, where he's like, you just say, he's like, he, he brings up that, like, nowadays, the people that are writing the country hits are, like, millionaires writing from a private jet, and it's like, I need, just need buzzwords, like, uh, blue jeans, uh, yes. a ripped shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it was like shirt. cold yeah. beer, and they're like, Oh, I know what all those things are, hell
2: yeah! Yeah, I got all those in my house right now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this song That's is like... for me.
2: <laughs> you could literally turn just those words into a song blue oh, yeah. jeans, ripped shirt, cold beer. <laughs> That's, yeah. song. That's the chorus right there. That's the hook. That's, <laughs> That's
3: right. how I feel
4: about like the thing about buzzwords, though. And I, it, it bothers me more than it probably should to the point where, like. If I hear those words, it like I have to like stifle some like real serious like angstiness. Like when <laughs> when when people try to make something sound dark by using words like cigarettes, I'm like, <laughs> shut up with your cigarettes! I don't care. Just talk about your feelings.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: picking just... a cigarette right now. <laughs> oh, honest, I'm not sure if this happens for everybody, but there's certain words for me that like just the words in and of themselves take me out of the music entirely. Mm-hmm. So like if I hear you playing a country song and you're like talking about getting a text from your girlfriend and I'm like, text. Yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 Nothing <laughs> romantic about <Yeah>. a text. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you tell me know. one farmer that text.
2: <laughs> For, exa- I don't know. I think maybe that's what it is. I'm like, I'm, and again, it's probably just me trying to resonate emotionally with the music and like, there's no way for me to resonate emotionally with texting. I just don't do it. Yeah, like, That's true. It's just something you know. I don't know. And I, there's a lot of words out there like that, and I can't think of all of them off the top of my head. But when I hear them, I know it, and I'm like, Ugh.
4: yeah. There's someday. There's probably going to be like it's going to be when things that are popular right now are going to be old, and somebody's going to say something about Instagram in their song, and it's going to
0: sound old school,
4: like old school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> but it's really not going to it's just going to sound like so computerized
0: that makes a lot of sense though it's like if you're listening to a country song and the guy's like I drove my Mercedes to the farm you're like you drove what? no yeah. you drive trucks <laughs> that's what you drive
2: or tractors
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think yeah. a different word <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a different word. But even that, even driving in general, I'm like, no, too new. Go, no. Go back you gotta be yeah. riding. You,
0: walked. you, walked you, got, or you rode The soles of your, car, or your you shoes your horse. Were,
2: were worn. Yeah, that's, that's what happened.
0: That's right. You better be hoofing it, or I'm out.
2: Yeah, you're <laughs> hoofing it, or riding a horse that's hoofing it. Yeah, exactly.
0: There need to be hooves <laughs> in your transportation. <laughs> yes.
2: Some sort of hooving. Exactly. I
0: hear the word walk. I'm walking out.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh, my right. yeah. <laughs> right oh, my god. These boots are made for hooven.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah.
1: are killing me right now. This is what it was like when
2: we lived together. <laughs> yes, we just tangent it's, everything.
0: We're, we just yes and everything. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. My guys, to the detriment of Monique, I will run a bit into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She called me. She called me an old man once, and for thirty minutes at Publix, I was like, oh, "Where's the meat? I can't find the peas." And there's like people around. She's like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" It's like yeah, the old people. It's, we forget things. I feel it's like I feel so bad for her, but at the same time, she kind of brought it upon herself, you know. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't feel that bad. She caught yeah. the ring,
2: you know. That's yeah. a,
0: exactly exactly. Hey. What a boob. But
4: I that old man voice is a really like fun one i was doing Damn. it yesterday and i almost didn't want to stop i was just like oh man this is a fun like <laughs> it's a fun invitation and i don't think i've ever and it made me think like i don't know if i've ever actually met a person that talked like that i don't know where we got it like where did we hear
0: that
2: cartoons <laughs> yes I I yes well I, I mean i think we all inherently do it like when we stretch we're like
0: it's true. Gotta be careful. <laughs> I've got I have so many just because I'm weird. I have so many characters that I'll pull out around the house, and mm-hmm. I've just recently started naming them. Oh. And, uh, Monique is not a fan.. Starts. Yeah yeah. Monique <laughs> is not a fan. It makes him real. <laughs> it's like my favorite old man, his name is Dwayne Pinkerton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was born in the 1920s and I'd, I'd forget words as I'm saying them. Uh, but here we are. But <laughs> well, here we, are. Here we yeah. are. And I'm Joe. Uh, I've been smoking since birth. Um, but that's okay. Uh, I'm still around. I've uh, got the heart of a horse, I'm told. Yeah. You know, we got we're to hoofing it. it. Yeah, we're hoofing it. Back in the day, me and Joe would hoof it all the time. Your name's Joe, Mom Dwayne. Oh yeah, I forget. So, yeah, so got those. Or right, Jacob Potts is another one. Jacob. <laughs> my nice. name's Jacob Potts. I'm a radish farmer from Omaha. Uh, Don't know much else <laughs> about radishes, but I know everything there is to know uh, about <laughs> radishes. <laughs> and Monique's like, "Oh my God." <laughs>
4: you sound like you sound like um. What's oh shoot? What's up Matthew McConaughey? Did you see what's that movie? Is it Interstellar?
2: Yes, he he was in it. Interstellar. He's the one that
4: he's when he's like the corn. He's like a corn because everybody's like all anyone's doing is growing corn. Right. I think I think that is Interstellar. Yeah. He's a.
2: We gotta find Merv. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's a corn farmer, but he like uh lives
4: out by the corn. Lives out
2: like there's something that's the like the kicker as to why they're trying to get out of earth is because like
4: it's becoming I know.
2: Inha- uninhabitable if I, bl- if I remember correctly. The but, point
4: was that he sounded like Matthew McConaughey. Don't get obsessed <laughs> yeah. oh, I
2: love that. Their depiction of a four-dimensional hole mm, Yeah. am get started. <laughs> oh, it's so perfect. Everything it's about hand. it is perfect. It's
0: a subpar, Matthew McConaughey but we gotta get out of here. It's <laughs> yeah. too much corn. We gotta find Murph. <laughs>
4: have, you seen, have you seen True Detective?
0: Yes. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. The new season is amazing.
4: The third one? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet.
0: Oh, it's so good. I have to get HBO so again. So the first season is obviously the best season. Um, is it? The second season just bummed me out. Really?
4: I love the second season. I,
0: okay, let's do a little spoiler tangent. So I what? loved it until the last episode with Colin Farrell's character. I was like, you couldn't let the text send. You couldn't just give me yeah, that. Uh, like, yeah, so I watched. Yeah. I was like, "Why? Why? Why? Why?" Everyone just has a bad time, and then at the end of the season, uh, all the bad guys yeah. win. And I was like, "What is? Oh man, oh.
2: It,
3: it was
4: rough." But I sometimes I think it is just so much more realistic. Yes, and I think 100%. that, like, yeah, I mean, like, there are certain points where you want like the superhero to win, but nobody in that show was a superhero. Yeah. Everybody in that show was basically kind of crooked. Yep. Um and so it made sense that a lot of things just didn't work out.
0: Or all the things didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. So the text is what gets me. I was like, you couldn't give me that. Just have the text send I know. so the boy knows it's his son. You wouldn't even give me that. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it was amazing. And season But three he was in the
4: middle of right nowhere. Here. Why would that text have sense?
0: Because I need it, Kelly. <laughs> because I need it. <laughs> i mean yeah the women lived and their baby lived that's true we gotta find oh, some kept. solace and uh, man vince vaughn was crazy in that yeah it was mm.
2: really good i like it a yeah lot. A few little i didn't watch the whole thing with kelly but i saw a couple scenes with him and i was like whoa
0: oh yeah he gets into like that fight in the kitchen
2: yeah
4: i think it's interesting that like using vince vaughn as a serious right actor, but it was an incredible right? choice uh,
0: yeah he who knew he could be intimidating
2: yeah, I was I, like, oh yeah. my gosh.
4: I I actually kind of like really dislike him as a as a comedic oh, actor. You don't like Wedding Crashers?
0: <laughs>
4: no, but I didn't watch mm-hmm. it, so.
0: Oh what? <laughs> then I <did> not.
2: <laughs> she also said she didn't like Waterboy, and then I showed it to her, and she's like, I love this movie. Oh, you need but to watch Wedding Crashers.
4: Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm right about it, and um, so I don't want to watch a million movies <laughs> like I.
2: Doesn't Doesn't Wedding Crashers have a Wow? Yes, it Isn't does. It? Owen Wilson. Wow! Wow!
0: Is that yeah? Is that
4: your imitation wow. of him?
2: Wow!
0: I've wow! I've
4: really bad Owen Wilson and,
0: and uh, impression. Wow. You, wow! Oh! Oh! I wow. see it now. Wow! wow. Yeah. Oh! It's not oh, bad. God. We got Vince Vaughn. He's back here. You wow! Wow!
2: <laughs> it yeah. Reminds me of that thing where they put the lightsabers and their all the lightsaber sounds were Owen oh, Wilson. Wow!
0: Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> It's so
2: good oh that's incredible
0: but so you guys just did 50, 50 states in how many weeks
2: 52 weeks well we technically did it we did it in under.
0: Yeah. We did it under in under a year we yeah. played a gig in every state in the US yeah mm-hmm. played
2: music in every state because yeah, there was so a couple of states where we were just like sure oh, we don't want to be here any anymore we <laughs> want to be here, but, uh, Las Vegas uh, yeah. Fair,
4: fair. Which is. isn't the whole state, it but if you're but in southern Nevada, it's basically
0: just Las Vegas. Yeah,
2: there's nothing else but Vegas, and all the other towns are trying to be Vegas, but they're not as good, and that says something, because Vegas is not good. <laughs> oh. I if, might if be going, going to Vegas. Vegas. If you're going to Vegas for, like, um, if you're going to go see a show or something like that.
4: Or if you have a lot of money.
2: If we have a <laughs> lot of money, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> um, and there's parts of Vegas that I, I heard about after we had left there, mm-hmm. um, because like we went just to like the Strip and it's it's so touristy and horrible, but there are some really cool parts of Vegas that I heard about and I I actually would like to go back and check them out. Like uh-huh. there's a there's a like a a big old like trash heap of amusement park signs and parts of the rides and stuff. and It's just like That's you cool. can go through and, like yeah a slice of the history of that and like it's yeah it sounds really interesting, but um. We just kind of popped in there, played two songs. This was this was what like encapsulated the whole Vegas thing. We played two songs, and they were like two of our best songs. And nobody tipped us. And then the violin players that let us borrow their spot for two songs got back up, and they were tuning. And somebody tipped them five (laughs) dollars. (laughs) What?
4: Yeah. Well, they had they had amplification too. They had like a backing track, and then they would like play over. They would like solo with the backing track. And so they were amplified, and we didn't... You know, we were just playing acoustic. Yeah. But we're loud. I mean, people stopped and looked. And, you know, I'm <laughs> that not... That counts.
3: So, yeah. I don't, have, I don't sound is, cocky,
4: but we don't sound bad. Like, no. You know what I mean? Like, we sound great. Yeah. I so agree. it's like... It's just... I mean, there were, and there were tons of people there. It's just one of those things where sometimes... And maybe it's just because of the fact that, like, there's so much grabbing at your attention in a city like that. Yeah. But, like...
2: If we um, had amplification, it would have been different. But, you know... We, Moments like that kind of like humble you and like,
3: sure, they
2: it helps to keep you grounded and to help you be thankful for the cities that you know really accepted you. And like, I mean, there were some places we just felt like home immediately. Mm-hmm. And like, there are some places like we showed up one place, it was an open mic, it was totally unplanned. We showed up to the open mic to play a couple of songs, and like, people forfeited their spots so we could continue to play.
0: Wow, yeah. that's yeah. cool.
2: And like we made a bunch of money on merch sales, and people were like, "People, shut up!" The like the whole coffee shop was quiet and listened to us.
4: Yeah, Dude. it was,
2: it was amazing. I mean, yeah. like, and there's another experience like that. Um, Hops on Birch. I can't remember where that is, but um,
4: oh yeah, that was, was in Flagstaff, Arizona,
2: and the same thing happened. Love you that know? place. We showed up to the open mic, and people were like, uh, "Can y'all just keep going?" Yeah. <laughs>
4: And we made a bunch of friends, like I mean, they legitimately yeah. like hung out with us and stuff. And yeah, um,
2: like stuff Arizona. I mean, yeah. in
4: some yeah. of those places like like in um, the coffee shop he was just talking about, that was in New Hampshire after like the gig that we booked there got double booked. So mm-hmm. we went there and like didn't have anything. So all we could do was either busk, which there was in that area, there was no place to play on the street. Um, and, you know, really make any money. And then, so we just went into an open mic and, you know, we might've made like, I guess we probably sold a couple CDs or something.
3: Yeah.
4: I think a couple of people just helped us out. Um, and you know, at least we had just hit the, the state, you know, and then it was a nice time, it but was like, really nice time. um, and then I think it was, what was it? Maryland. We couldn't get a gig in Maryland. It was so hard. I don't know why. And, um, we, uh. We just popped into an open mic at an Irish place
3: Love it. Um,
4: that was basically, like, just enough, just in Maryland. Like, we couldn't, you know, on our route, we couldn't go, like, all the way somewhere in the middle. We couldn't go to a big city because it would have been too far to have to come back to Delaware, I think, was the next place we were going to. Sure. And sure. so we sat to this place. I remember the name of it. It was called Sean Bolins. Oh, That's sweet. And it was, like, I don't know, Monday, Thursday, something like that. And um, we ended up having oh, it was one of the best nights of the tour. Incredible! Because we all because it was like a huge jam. Everybody broke. I mean, like this tiny little room. Everybody was just playing the whole time.
2: Yeah, together. It turned into it turned into that, and like everybody was like, "This never happens." (laughs) Yeah. This is like really. Yeah, so like we somehow brought the energy of just being like just chill and like just play music together <laughs> Yeah. stop being weird about it.
4: And this girl, I remember this girl was like, she just like, when, before we started like our little bit, she came up and she was like, I play saxophone. And I was like, and? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Get in here.
4: Yeah. So, so she, she, she played, played with us, played awesome. along with us. And we're like, yeah, dude, like keep doing that. And then like, it, I don't even know how it happened. But, like, another person, like, offered us a place to stay for the night, and we became really good friends and, like, watched Cool Runnings with him. Oh, sweet. Yeah.
2: That was my first time watching Cool Runnings. Yeah, that was a big
4: world
0: show. Hey, Sanka, you dead yet? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) I love that movie. I know. Rest in peace, John Candy. Yeah. Um, Oh, was he dead? He's been dead for a while.
4: Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Mm
0: Mm-hmm mm-hmm one of the good Aww. ones one of the good ones so okay <laughs> did you see grand canyon yes, yes. was it amazing it was it incredible incredible yeah
2: the Wanna colors see? it's just like isn't that supposed to be red why is every color here what's happening <laughs> 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 then you got the river in the bottom of it and you're just like oh my gosh this yeah. is like this is paradise like this is absolutely incredible
3: Well,
4: I think by that point, we had gotten, we had seen so much. We had seen, like, we had already been to, um, like, the West. We'd already seen, like, we'd gone through Colorado, and we'd seen um, Washington, and we've seen a lot of mountains. We'd seen a lot of, like, the Arizona and um, New Mexico and and the Red Rocks and all of that. Um, And so I kind of thought when we were going to Grand Canyon, I was just like, I mean, what are we really going to see that's going to surprise us at this point? Right. Oh, and I think that's the great thing—that's the grand thing about it—is yes. that it's <laughs> its own entity.
2: It's—it's a—it it puts into perspective how tiny you are, and like to think that the Grand Canyon is tiny in comparison to Earth, and the Earth is tiny in comparison to like
4: the galaxy, the,
2: the galaxy, and then <laughs> so on and so forth. And you're just like, and then science is like, oh, there's some other dimensions also, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> Why are we here? And you just like, the lines are too long at Starbucks. Like, <laughs> exactly. I ordered a caramel frappuccino and I got a mocha frappuccino, and I'm about to have a BF. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I'm going to write a letter. Yes. <laughs> I need so to go on Instagram. We get on. angry about and then like later on realize how dumb it was. And I think the best thing we do as people is to try to do that quicker. <laughs> realize <Yeah>. how dumb. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. For real, perspective. <laughs> Like, yes, what of this actually matters? Yes. Yeah, like,
2: if that. we have a gig that, like, is crappy, you know, it's really easy to be like, gosh, that sucked, and I'm super disappointed, and I don't ever want to do it again, and that's horrible, and da-da-da-da-da, but you can put it into perspective of, like, well, we've impacted some people in such a way that, like, I mean, we've literally had people tell us that we've changed their life, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like, Whoa. which is super awesome, you know? Like, and,
4: we make money,
2: and we do really well financially. We make money, you know, for the most part, I mean, play. there's a few here and there that are you know not great gigs, and they don't see value in us, and so they treat us in that way. Mm-hmm. And, but there's lately in in Greenville, we've kind of gotten to the point where we are an asset to the to the venue. Now it's not like it's not like they're doing us a favor anymore, and we're just kind of part of the show. It's literally like without us, they would be less successful. And, yeah. And it's, right it's an awesome place to be because those places have supported us from the beginning when we weren't an asset, when they mm-hmm. were literally, you know, kind of throwing us a bone financially because we were, you know, for all Nobody's... intents and purposes, an expense and that's it really,
3: sure.
2: you know, they want live music and so that's where they're at and so they just chalk it up as an expense, Right. but now it's actually, you know, a benefit to them and. Um, there's, like, three or four venues where, like, they constantly say, you guys pack out the house every time. And one venue said uh, that we bring, like, a completely different wow. breed of people there. Like, she's That's like.
3: cool.
2: Like, tonight we sold all craft beer. We were able to tell our our chef to be creative and just express himself on the menu. Um, with the and, specials, With yeah. the specials. And they sold out of all the specials. Um wow. And then. Yeah, yeah. It, it was incredible. And then they were like, "And tomorrow night, it's uh, gonna be we're, a... gonna be, we're gonna sell all Bud Light and only hamburgers and French fries, and that's it."
4: Huh?
2: Like, so really they were, crazy. yeah, they
4: were saying that they were trying to go more in the and the craft. be more of a craft beer Just so they
2: could be part of the community.
4: Yeah, right. And um, and so they were like, we really, we're really happy that to have you guys because you brought the craft beer people. And I was like, we didn't even like we're craft beer people. Yeah, we didn't even know that
2: we we could do that. We had it like, happens inherently. I mean, you know, just over time. Yeah. You know, just keep being keep being genuine and real with people, and 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 doing your performance. Stop trying to be cool. Stop trying to be new. Stop trying to be hip. Just do what you feel called to do and like that gets rewarded. You know, it's just really that simple.
0: I totally agree. That's, that's pretty much my whole show is like there, there's definitely power in truth. Uh, Mm -hmm. even so much as like just being honest, like it's don't put up like a facade, like you're trying to prove anything. Like it's, it's very interesting. Like I've had micro interactions with people like at gas stations and whatnot. And if anyone's ever like, Oh, how you doing as just like a pleasantry. If I'm ever like, I'm actually cold their their whole their whole face and mood changes. It's like oh yeah. okay, it's like oh wow, we can talk for real about this. Yeah, yeah I'm just <laughs> cold, man, because people don't <laughs> expect that. It. It's usually I'm good, how are you? All right, cool, and then like none of that interaction holds any yeah. weight really because you have so many with so many. But yeah, it's, exactly. A, a, you're exactly right. I think it, especially with music, you know, mm. if you have a truth that people can resonate with in the same way that bluegrass resonated with you, something something magical happens. It's pretty cool.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: You want to hear something hilarious that I Emily would did love this morning? To hear
0: something hilarious.
2: Emily Emily is my my sister in law. Essentially, our yeah. Sweet
4: mom, baby mama. So she this morning she um she told me about this poem. And uh, maybe this isn't hilarious, so I'm gonna have to uh, <laughs> add, like, let
0: I'm me really... roll this back here.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, she was like, "I tell me what you think about this poem I just found on this post or whatever." And she told me about it. And I gave her like this really sour look. And I was like, you know, I just, with poetry like that, I just, and I told her, I kind of ripped into it a little bit. Oh,
3: no. um,
4: and I think she asked me, maybe possibly because she knows that I write. Mm-hmm. And so maybe she wanted my my opinion on that regard. Um, but then she told me that um, she wrote it. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, mm. Emily, why
3: did you do that to me? <laughs>
4: wanted your honest opinion and i was like oh she started laughing though which is really good and she obviously was ready to like take a punch if <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> that's not hilarious but it was really funny to me that she um i felt do that? so
3: uncomfortable
4: <laughs> if she did that. but i was also like respect man <laughs> exactly. like, you've been played
0: yep. but i did walk in yeah it. yeah good point. yeah <laughs> respect <laughs> That's amazing. So, I've been to every state on the East Coast, every state, from here to Illinois, here to Texas, and California, Mm
2: -hmm. and now
0: Colorado. So, I've been to over half of the state. Uh, As uh, people who have been to all of them, what were some of your favorites and places that I need to go?
2: Alaska. Uh, Yeah, Alaska. Alaska.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. It's
2: Um, beautiful. And, like, honestly, like, drive there from some from <laughs> like if you want to fly into washington and get a rental car um it is gorgeous the whole drive is so i don't like driving with people and so you only see somebody pass you in oncoming traffic once every like two and a half hours oh. <laughs> and,
4: in the yukon in the
2: yukon yeah and it's and all the lakes in canada are like frozen solid in may and like i'd never seen how a lake crystallizes like the ice crystallizes it is gorgeous i mean like they have you have like ice crystals that are like you can chip them off and break them off of the actual whole thing and they're like three inches long they're what? they're beautifully long they feel like glass in your hand mm-hmm. and you can like throw them and they like make this like twinkling sound on the ice it's like
3: <laughs> it's
2: unbelievable yeah it sounds like christmas <laughs> it's, it's incredible yeah. and it smells like pine Everywhere. It's.
4: Yeah. um, But I will say that what a lot of what he's talking about is actually Canada.
2: (laughs) I mean, Alaska Um, was that, too. Yeah. uh, It was all a similar climate. And
4: Mm -hmm. um, and the people there are just a different kind of people.
2: The the way I somebody in Alaska put it to me this way, because we were talking about, like, man, the people here are really awesome and nice. And he's like, well, yeah, it's because the people here are happy to be here because you don't just you don't just show up in Alaska. You choose to be here. And so point. like people, the people who are here want to be here and they're happy that they're here. And so it's just literally people happy being where they are and that's it. And, and happy that they're alive, honestly, because perspective is like <laughs> when, when you go through a winter in Alaska, like you made it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: for real, <laughs> you've earned the right to live, <laughs>
2: For real, yeah. like, it's crazy. I want to do it one year just to experience it, but Kelly won't do it with me. So yeah, no. to
0: <laughs> I told him he can go by himself. But then you're like, I'm gonna be in the dark by myself in the cold. I don't want to do that.
4: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'll visit him. (laughs) In the summer, we'll have conjugal
1: visits. (laughs)
0: There you go.
4: (laughs) I, uh, we have a friend actually from Naples that moved to Alaska recently. Mm -hmm. Really? And she went just to visit, I think, and then she ended up just moving there.
2: Which is a testament to
0: Alaska. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for real. Talk about diametrically opposed environments. Yeah.
2: yeah, for real. I
4: will say, though, like a lot of the places that we name as some of our favorites are surprising to people because a lot of times when we stopped in really small towns, the people were so nice
3: that yeah. um,
4: like and, and, you know, they were they were generous, but they were also like inviting and they were like party with us and hang out with us like, like Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City. Um, well, that's a big bigger city ish, but like, right. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't really expect Oklahoma Natchez, to be that cool. But,
3: Mississippi. yeah, the
4: Natchez, Mississippi was this tiny town. And sometimes I wonder if, like, if we were to get, by some weird chance, if we were to get, like, really um, famous or, or have a lot of pull and we told a lot of people about, like, Natchez, Mississippi, they would all ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of you go separately and, like, visit there. Yeah, sure. But, like, don't everybody well, go the thing, there at once? The thing
2: we would do, honestly, I think would be, like, if we did a massive tour uh, again, after like after we had like a national poll,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, we I like imagine if Mumford and Sons showed up and played in a mom and pop coffee shop, you know what I mean? Like,
0: oh yeah, that'd be bad.
2: Sold sold <laughs> tickets for like five hundred dollars a piece, you know what I mean? Because it's a mom and pop coffee shop, you can come hang out, right? And and they gave like a massive amount of the proceeds to the coffee shop, like you can only get, cool. like. You know what I mean? Like that. you'd be giving back so much to them, and like it's not a, it's it's a, and it's an experience for the for the viewer as well to see their one of their favorite bands like so close up, and like that's you know my goal is not to become famous or anything like that, but if it ever does, that's what I think I would do with it. You mm-hmm. know, I I'm not in it to make you know uh, a an insane amount of money. Like I'd like a I'd like a triple digit. Uh Home, you know, up in the triple digits, as far as the uh the thousands
0: at least a hundred
2: dollars six six figures that's what I mean yeah that's what you're at. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, and nothing crazy, you just basically just have some land out somewhere and and that's it, and be able to sustain myself I hear you uh, on a moderate budget, you know, and uh even a low budget, honestly, like I wouldn't mind scraping by for the rest of my life, but uh. I just, if I can give back to the people that have made everything that we've done thus far possible, I I feel like we I'd be really happy. And yeah. I am happy because we're starting to do that, you know, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I think that's
4: awesome. Some yeah. pretty genuine love in uh, South Dakota.
2: South Dakota. South really? Dakota's thing. And it's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff anywhere, there. If you're going to choose a place to go to first, mm-hmm. South Dakota is the place to go. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, Rapid City and um uh Spearfish, South Dakota.
4: Yeah. But like in that there's also Spearfish as far as, so. There's the Badlands, um oh, that yeah. are really amazing as far as scenery. There's not
2: Rushmore. Right. And Crazy Horse Crazy Horse Memorial, which is like Have you heard about that at all?
0: I know the name, but I don't know what it is.
2: So it's a monument to Crazy Horse who is a uh, Native American chief. Oh, um well, I don't know if he was a chief, but he was a he was a leader. Um, But um, the whole story of Crazy Horse was he uh, he like surrendered during a battle uh, with
4: the white man. With
2: the white man, uh, because he was losing too many Native American lives, and so he wanted to stop that. And so he surrendered, and under the flag of surrender, they straight up stabbed him in the back and killed him.
0: Good lord!
2: Yeah, and so you know the the monument is a testament to to uh, before they killed him, they. Uh, I think they. Oh yeah, they they uh, taunted him by saying, uh, "Where is where is your land now?" Oh and my God. He said he said my land is where my people lie buried right before he died. Oh. Yeah, and so he the monument is massive. The head of Crazy Horse inside the head of a Crazy Horse you could fit all of Mount Rushmore.
0: Good Lord.
2: And, and oh. it's not just his head. He's riding a horse. Yeah. <laughs> And he is pointing at the Black Hills and it's based on that his last words. My land is where my people lie buried.
0: Oh, that's insane. Yeah. And Dude. it's been but the
4: thing is that it's been under in,
2: construction.
4: Yeah, for since like I mean what, the since the fifties?
2: I think yeah, fifties <gasps> or even earlier than that. Because they're taking absolutely no government funding whatsoever. Really? That's cool. See, because it was just kind of like they felt like that would be a little bit backwards. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: It was the government <laughs> that kind of did this, so yeah, um, yeah. understandable. And, yeah, exactly. So now yeah.
4: they have a lot more. They're building a lot more um,
2: momentum building.
4: because they have like a whole park center on it where like you have to pay to get in, and there's like so and you many. You can
2: donate and you yeah. can buy merchandise and stuff. That's like it's not just like cheapo merchandise. It's like handcrafted American, Native American stuff, and it's, like, all really gorgeous art, you know? It's not just, like, it's not just, like, trinkets and stuff. Although some of it, you know, would be that for a lot of people. It's just, it's really genuinely beautiful and, like, a part of a rich history that is trying to be continued to, Mm -hmm. you know, be, like, held onto, essentially.
4: What's funny is that they... They picked this guy. I don't remember how they met him, but he was this guy, this white guy,
2: a construction worker. You know, he was a a, a sculptor.
4: Sculptor, sorry. And they asked him to um to do it for you know for them. And they so he started all by himself, Mm -hmm. and he's like literally just like chiseling away at like this rock and like this giant mountain. Um and like, you and know, he got married. He, he got married and he had ten kids and eventually Jeez.
0: the ten kids started to help him out.
2: All of them started working on the mountain on yeah, their own. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> he made his own workforce.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they all did it on their own accord because they learned about the history of the Native American people and the history of this piece and how it's like it's basically their family's legacy, you know, and it's like because like essentially he, his reasoning for doing it is because he feels like his people wronged their people mm-hmm. and it's like the least that he could do. And it's just like Damn. the least you could do is like <laughs> carve this giant mountain. <laughs> like that's insane. For the it's, rest it's, of your life. Literally the rest of his life. He spent every moment of his life carving into this mountain.
0: That's amazing.
2: Like, yeah. yeah. And
4: he never saw it finished. He never know? saw it he died yeah. It's still not done.
2: There was a moment <laughs> too in that where he, uh, One of his sons uh, crashed a tractor uh, off. He like fell off of the mountain in a tractor and like survived the fall. And uh, when his dad saw that he survived the fall, he's like, you get you got it in there. You get it out. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is insane. Yeah, I've never even heard of that.
2: Yeah, Crazy horror. I didn't, I really was go, like, man.
4: "Why don't we know about this? This is really important." Also,
2: in South Dakota, the Thermosphere Gallery. We're like sponsoring these people, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. they're yeah. incredible. Um, the Termosphere Gallery. This will blow your mind if you liked Interstellar. Uh, he paints in a on the spheres with a six point perspective in such a way that it illustrates a four dimensional hole, essentially. What? So he, he captures. You know, art is a capture You know, capturing a moment. Right. Essentially. Now imagine capturing a moment in full 360 in every which way. And that's what he's doing because, it, you know, just as I can, you know, look in one direction and turn my body around and see what's behind me, you can look in at one side of the sphere and then turn the sphere around and that's what's behind you sort of idea. What? So it's like literally like you're in the center of a place, essentially. And, um, and he's painting what would be around you but it's inverse now. So like instead of being inside the sphere, you're on the outside of the sphere. So it illustrates a four dimensional hole essentially.
0: That is insane.
2: It is really incredible. And it's mind blowing when you're, when your are bl- when your brain clicks in that way, where you see it that way, it really like, it kind of freaks you out. It's like, Oh, Oh my gosh. I bet. He's got some that's like, uh, there is a, uh, self portrait, um, by, uh, Oh, what was that guy's name? Uh, Oh. Escher, M.C. Yeah. Escher, his um, he's a he's a really popular artist, but um, he had a self-portrait that I'd never seen before, but apparently is really popular. Where he's holding a metal sphere, a polished metal sphere, and so the self-portrait from M.C. Escher was you see his hand coming up from the bottom of the painting, holding a metal sphere and his reflection in the metal sphere. That's what the painting was. What? Yeah, and now George Termas's, uh Termas. his yeah. <laughs> His, uh, that's the artist who does the thermospheres. Oh, sweet. Uh, His, uh, his painting was from the perspective of the sphere. What? So on the bottom of the sphere, you see his fingers holding you up. And then on the front of the sphere, you see him looking directly at you. And, uh, on the back of the sphere, you see like, and everywhere around you see the room that he's sitting in. That's so nuts. It's so awesome. So it's like putting those two together, it's like, uh, Escher is holding a ball of space-time and you have that captured and you're in it and you can look at him in that moment. It's, like, incredible.
4: That's some, like, math art right It's there. incredible math. Yeah.
2: It's, I mean, it's, like, four-dimensional art is what it is. That is nuts. It is super nuts. I geeked out for a really long time there. <laughs> I bet.
0: How much, how much planning goes into doing 50 states in a year? It's got to be a lot.
2: Um, well, we... We, yeah, like a year and a half, essentially, um, of con- and it continued while we were on the road.
4: No, well, technically, it was even more than that because, like, we, oh, a year and a half beforehand, you, you meant?
2: No, no, no. Because
4: um, well, well, a year before we yeah. left, we bought the van, and That's that was true. the first step thing. That was the first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there was building out the van and living in the van for a year to see how to That's handle true. it.
2: So, technically, like, two years of prep um but the work continued on the road for about
4: the whole time
2: uh, no close to (laughs) it we had the last like two or three months we had like pretty lax because we had booked everything
4: we had booked yeah by that so we started booking six months before we left because Mm -hmm. most places like that um even big venues honestly don't book more than like um more than like Six to twelve months out. Yeah. Um, well, and, some places
2: uh, make exceptions for us because of the nature of our tour, and they're like, we don't typically book music more than three months out. But since you guys are on tour and this crazy thing, we could book it eight months out, and that's fine. Yeah, right on.
4: Because a lot of times they don't know they don't know what they're going to be doing, going through or whatever. Right. Um And so it was really helpful. There were we a lot of places.
2: We only had two people double book us. Yeah, and that was that was pretty that's awesome. Not bad. Yeah, I mean, for all fifty states and <laughs> yeah. multiple each state and. Some there's of them question. we went back to Yeah, because
4: yeah. they were really good gigs.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So uh, when you're doing this massive tour, what was one thing that you didn't expect? Because you can plan as much as you want, but there's always going to be variables once you right. start doing it. Hmm.
4: Oh, my gosh. Okay. So when we talked to – this is terrible. When we <laughs> got double booked in Maine, we um, – so I was like – I think it was a – cup. we had just gotten into Maine – Um, and I looked at, I was looking at like the website and I was looking at, cause sometimes I would check to make sure that they like were advertising us or at least said somewhere like they're playing so that we could know for sure that like we were playing there. And so I was looking at the website and I was like, man, it doesn't say anything. And then I think I checked the Facebook and somehow I figured it out that we had been double booked. So we called them and we have, um, Bluetooth. In our in our van, so we you know we called and listened together, mm-hmm. and um, the guy basically was like,
2: "He blamed he, it on us."
4: He, he kind of like, blamed it
2: on just, us. Oh, like y'all didn't think to call like two weeks ahead? I'm like, he's like, we're you know we're like super busy. We got a lot of stuff going on. I'm like, we're we're playing music in all fifty states. Yeah, <laughs> <So> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> our thing is a little bigger, just for now. It's, it's also,
4: I mean, in general, it's like everybody's busy. Like you write exactly. something down on the calendar and like, I get it. It's Google calendar has messed up
2: that before. Right. If you messed up, just apologize. And, It would suck, but at least you don't look like a butthole. It's fine, you know. Like, I I forgive you. Mistakes happen, but he straight up like laid into it like that. It was our fault.
4: Well, the reason was because so they he called, had a really short conversation, and it was like, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. We have this other band. They're gonna play. You're not playing. Whatever. And so
2: cancel them. We're out of talenters. Yeah. And they'll they'll figure it out next week. Yeah. or give us some money for driving all the way to Maine.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so so then George goes on their page and writes a review.
2: I was very explicit. I was like I was I've never been to this place. They're probably awesome. They probably have great beer, and great food. Um, but if you're a touring band, do not book here. They they are not equipped to handle double bookings. Um, if you're tra- if you're traveling, you know, they may double book you. It was in his words. Sure. He said, you know, we're not equipped really to, to handle this sort of thing. And, and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, fine, whatever dude. And then, so I left the review It was a one star review and that's what pissed him off, I guess.
4: <laughs> because, cause because when you it was, have a one star, it's really hard for you. You have to get like seven, five stars or something like that to even like get it to balance out again. Um, which is really weird. doesn't make any sense to me, but like, um, <laughs> But, you know, he was explicit, and, like, we legitimately had a really bad experience with that, with and business. so he yeah. called back and was like, hey, and so he
2: <laughs> was like, hey, and I'm like, and he was quiet, and I was like, how's it going? He's like, not too good, and I was like, yeah, me neither. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't say.
3: <laughs> so
4: he the well, the thing that about it that was so interesting. At a certain point, I thought maybe we should have been recording it because it was so awkward. How long this guy stayed on the phone with us? He was waiting <laughs> for us to say, "Okay, we'll go change it or take it down or something." But we were not going to say that, and so he was if, with it. Unless was he talking- fixed
2: it, you know. If he fixed the problem, then I would have been like, "Hey, problem had been solved by management after I had addressed there was an issue." You sure. know, five stars. This place is great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now
0: you're in a game of chicken over the phone.
2: Yeah, and I was like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna change it if you don't fix the initial issue that I had a problem with. Yeah, of course. Blaming the, the fact that you made a mistake, and, and and that's what it sounded like. And I was like, that's cool, and all. You know, I was con- I was lightly considering taking it down because he was apologizing, and then uh, then he was like, so uh, where are you playing next week? And I, I was like, I don't understand how this is relevant to the conversation, but we're playing here. He's like, why don't you just give him a call? You know, make sure that you know you're doing your part to make sure that you're still booked. You know, because you know, it's.
4: It was so condescending. He was like
2: being super condescending. He's like, just give him a call. You know, make sure you're still booked and stuff because, you know, like that's what happened here. Like, if y'all would have called, then this wouldn't have happened.
0: Oh I'm my like, god. Like, yeah, if you like, wouldn't it, have double
2: booked, this wouldn't have it, happened. Yeah, I was like, I'm, double, I'm done. I'm done with this it's conversation. so many
4: excuses, and it was like, I get it. Like, it happens to, like, a lot of the people we it. talk to, yeah, we've all done it. We've all dealt with it, like, and, you know, we've all messed up, but it's like you figure something out because you realize, like, you're right. two businesses that are helping each other out, and if one doesn't, you know... You know, if one drops the ball, like, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even that, but it was just the, the, I can't even, I don't even remember how long it was. But we were driving, and we were like, is this guy still talking? And I'm, like, normally really good at just, like, if I'm, if someone's being ridiculous, and I need to just keep my cool, I'm normally pretty good about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: But, like, I was, like, squeezing things. Like, <laughs> I am about to lose it on this man. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Shut up!
2: <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. So that was
4: pretty amazing um other than that um
2: Surpri- the surprising
4: I mean, okay. things were mostly good. one time somebody um left a large check in our tip jar, and it was a very um it was very important at that moment, and we really needed a lot of money at that moment and so um it was really really it was really, really kind it was stupid it was <laughs> but it was like, oh my gosh, that yeah, was incredible. so kind.
2: Um, and then they invited us to church, and we're like, "We love you, people." Yes, done. That's It was amazing. Like,
4: that's what I want to say to people, and so they know forever. Like, invite people to church because we wanted to go to church, but like nobody, we didn't know where to go. There's like a million churches in every city, and we'd yeah. wake up and we're like, "I don't know." It's too many options.
2: Yeah, if you're listening and you go see a touring band, ask them if they go if they're interested in going to church and bring them to your church because there's a good chance that they may be interested in going to church and they just want that fellowship and they can't find it. It's really difficult to find it.
0: I bet bet it can get pretty lonely on the road because you're, you're not in any place for a very long time.
2: Exactly. And so, and church people, when they do that sort of thing, when they have that mentality, that servant mentality of just like worrying about other people rather than themselves, like they, they tend to be really awesome people Mm -hmm. and like really good friends to have. And like when you're on the road, you know, they're probably going to invite you out to dinner too and, you know, get you some dinner, you know, and get you some, uh, maybe even a place to crash, you know? And it's like, they're Christians are good people. (laughs) When you find true Christ, (laughs) when you you find,
0: when you find the real ones.
2: yeah, Yeah. When you find true Christ followers, it's like people who are trying to be like Christ are genuinely awesome people
4: well you know christ was pretty awesome
2: right yeah it's a good point it's a good point So is. yeah it's a good point good i point.
3: spoke with him
1: this morning <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good though so uh what uh that's that's a good advice for a touring band to just in case uh be aware of those things was there was there anything else that like is often overlooked on tour you think that like you wouldn't think it'd be a big deal but remember to like bring water or something like that. Oh, well, yeah.
4: yes. Well, we had two giant like um, canteens and then we were constantly filling them because it was us and our dog, Homegirl. Right. And so like just keeping us all hydrated. And I mean, it, it drives like going through the Yukon. Like you really had to
2: prepare for that. Make
4: sure you have, um, sure you have yeah.
2: extra gasoline because um, in the Yukon, if you're driving through Canada um, out of season, they straight up close everything down. And in May, in May, it was comfortable to drive in. The weather Uh was not too icy or anything. It wasn't icy really at all on the roads. Um, But it was at the beginning of season, and some gas station hasn't hasn't opened yet, and they don't notify you on Google all the time. And so we we navigated to, like, a gas station that was, like, five hours from our last gas station, which is pretty close to, like, using most of our gas um, to get there. And (laughs) that's scary. Yeah, and we got there, and it was closed because it was closed for the season. But Uh, there were
4: other ones that we hadn't, that didn't come up on Google, that were open.
2: Right. And so we we thankfully found places, but we also had fuel on top of the van in case it totally petered out on us, and Mm -hmm. we didn't use that until we absolutely had to, Um, and we didn't even ever have to use it actually. Yeah. Thank God. So.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, we were pretty fortunate. Yeah, we were. We were
4: kind of (laughs) scared.
2: I think of some other things that might be overlooked. Oh, definitely food expenses. If you can yeah. find a way to cook uh, yeah. for yourself, like in, in the van that you're in or something, pl- definitely do that. If you're using propane, make sure you have good ventilation in the van because that's how people die. Yeah, uh, <laughs> good advice. So, right. Uh, so have some fans running or something while you're cooking. Um, parking in Walmart parking lots is really, um, awesome. Most Walmarts will allow you to do that for free. um, and uh try to stay around where like the truckers are because a lot of times those truckers are well-seasoned travelers and armed. if there's out there <laughs> armed, exactly, yeah if, if anybody's trying to cause trouble uh you got you got back up basically as a tra- mm-hmm. as a traveler um because you could be in some sketchy neighborhoods you know like when we were in uh chicago that was oh, like yeah. the only place we felt safe because you we were going to stay at a planet fitness we have a membership for there and um I heard gunshots and I was like, it's a big city. I know there's crime. It happens. And, uh, this was all Kelly was still in the gym. Mm-hmm. And then about like 30 seconds later, I heard gunshots closer. And I was like, okay, we're definitely not staying in the city, like in yeah. this part of the city. Smart. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So that was, that's another really good tip. I think, um, $20, um, fitness, plant fitness, um, membership, um, is like the black card membership and uh, that gives you access to all the gyms in America, and you can shower there.
2: Mm-hmm. And massages and tanning <laughs> beds. Right. And...
4: But for most um, traveling bands, they just need a
2: shower. Oh, it's I just, a massage. I
4: mean, month. and it's, the thing is that it's not, it's not in every... Like, there are some towns that don't have it. Um, it's not everywhere for, on this planet. Right. But it's not everywhere on this planet. But... Um, But when, you know, I mean, for when we were driving through Canada, again, like, it took us four days. um, And so four days, we just went straight. We just drove straight. I mean, it was cold, so we didn't take off our clothes anyway. We just wore the same clothes and drove for four days. And then we showed up, and there was a Planet Fitness in Fairbanks, Alaska. And we showered so good. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. The other thing about cooking, too, is, like, you can, I mean, some people are just like, whatever, I'll eat trash and drink beer and I'll be fine. But I'm like, you that's know me. what? Health is really important to me. Um, You have some really bad health problems in my family history, and so I've always paid attention to it. And so like, you know, one or two days of eating fast food, and I'm just like, I can't do this to myself. And it's like, you know, that's your energy. So I I just want to put more of that mom energy out there and say, cook your food, make
1: some <laughs> vegetables.
2: Ate your you vegetables.
4: Know, you know, like thoroughly I mean it's pretty simple like we actually have some videos online on our YouTube where we were vlogging and um where we would well, just we make were ramen cooking.
2: sometimes, like straight up ramen and like from the packets, but we'd add a bunch of really good veggies. Yeah. Right on. There are ways.
4: Yeah. There are I'm ways to make like...
2: it cheap. And good for you, relatively speaking.
4: And simple. I mean, I don't know if you're not really simple.
2: Yeah. If you if you're not a great cook, just throw some onions and some broccoli in a pot until it looks like it's hot, and then throw some ramen in there.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You don't really need to be an amazing cook or anything. Just make sure your stuff is your dishes stay relatively clean, and uh, you stay stocked up on propane. They sell propane at and propane stoves at Walmart. Um, As I said before, make sure you have good ventilation because that's how people die.
4: Yeah. That's um, true. Don't want to be
2: that. And yes, we don't want to cause that. <laughs> but uh, that is, we saved so much money towards the end of our tour from doing that because we had, we've gotten like rotisserie chickens um, and stuff like that, pre-cooked meals from Walmart essentially uh, before we started cooking more in the van. And uh, it it really like it added up, you know, over time it started costing a lot to do that. I and uh, so we just kind of cooked what we needed and the rest of it. Uh, we would just put in a Tupperware. I'd actually recommend if you're cooking um, ramen, get some like mason jars and put it in the mason jar. so that way when it cools, it kind of cans.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, ah, smart. So you can have, have it kind of preserved and then um, uh, it's not a perfect th- uh, solution. It, w- it won't stay good for a, re- a super long time that way, mm-hmm. um, but it'll stay better for longer than a plastic Tupperware. So
3: mm-hmm.
2: definitely... A yeah, definitely try to can your leftovers if you can.
4: Yeah. And then the other thing is like a lot of people, I mean, you, you've you probably seen where people get a really old van and just get that for traveling. And that can work really well. If you know um, how to work on it. Right. Yeah, for sure. We, we ended up deciding to um, go for, we had, I mean, it wasn't completely new, but it was a 2015 and we bought it in 2016. Hell yeah. And so it, um, you know, it had some mileage on it, It knocked down the price a little bit, but um, it was an investment and we haven't, you know, we haven't broken down, you know, we didn't, we really just did not want to break down in the middle of wherever. Yeah, Um, for sure. And um, We're lucky. The gas mileage, yeah, like he said, the gas mileage was amazing, which was important because by that point we had weighed it down with. Music equipment and how how big was our bed? We got like a legitimate bed too. We yeah. got a purple mattress. There <laughs> and you go, hundred pounds or something.
0: <laughs> Get it? <laughs>
4: um, That's crazy. But it, but that was important because George has a bad back, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and he was like, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Basically, we need to. I don't know.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. That's all good. So, I mean, basically... but if anybody has any questions, I feel like about that sort of thing, they're welcome to like message us on Facebook. You know, if anybody is listening, they can. You guys can shoot us a message on our website or uh, Facebook, and our website's is just mygirlmywhiskeyandme.com. Yeah, and, uh, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Bought
0: that domain? Hell yeah! yeah.
2: Catch money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> tell your friends.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you? you can also, like, music on there and stuff like that but i i you know genuinely would urge you if, if you have any questions about venues to play at we can we can point you in the right direction and uh if you have any questions about like builds for your van we can point you in the right direction that's
0: right that's right i'm into yeah. it can you believe we've been talking for over an hour and a half already
2: that's insane we
0: yeah, stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the <laughs> longest show i ever did was almost three hours but oh, I, yeah. I know i know that's so I said. I don't that must have, have been these. so
4: interesting.
0: Oh man! So it's a there's a guy named Details, that's his real mm-hmm. name, which is amazing. I read about him in your like Details. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a creature performer in all the new Star Wars movies, uh, which was great. He was like in the in quite a few of the aliens and droids and whatnot. But Whoa. before that, in the '90s, he was in a band called Emanate, which was like a a boy band in the UK. They actually had one of their tracks played in the Bad Boys movie.
1: Oh. Uh, so
0: he was in that band. Uh, he was one of the – it was like four guys, and he was one of them. And they opened for Janet Jackson for her whole UK tour. Oh, my oh. God. So I was like, I need to know what that was like. Like, the, yeah, There's such uh, a small percentage of the history of humans that have had that specific experience. Oh. So, yeah. So for, very, the, for very the first good. hour and a half, we just talked about that, and then we talked about Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah that's awesome so it's like
2: two podcasts in one
0: exactly he told me to break it up and i was like nah <laughs> No. he's like i'm breaking it into two smaller episodes i was like not how i roll no this is just the truth here so the yeah, truth details the <laughs> truth and it was so nice to to have you guys on because i've known you both forever it's but, been uh,
2: awesome to talk with you it's super yeah. cool i, know I also, also didn't mention it but i love your icon with the cabbage thank you yep. Yes. My
0: images! Yes. Yes. Somebody gets it. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. That show.
2: That's one of the best shows ever. It's
0: so good. I agree. It served me well. Over mm-hmm. the years. It served me yeah. well. But uh so before I forget, where can people find you guys online again?
2: You can find us on our website, my dot com. Um all of our music is also on Spotify. Our first album, uh our only album is called In the Ground. Um the band is My Girl, My Whiskey, and Me. Everywhere, basically. yeah. Facebook, Instagram.
4: Anywhere music is streamed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like it. I like it I'll... a lot. Yeah, man. Now, the real question is, I want to get your permission here. Can I play one of your songs at the end of this? Yes. Woo, yes. yeah. Now, Which one do you want to play? I want, you to, want to play to... the one that you want me to play. Artist's oh. Choice here.
2: Oh, man. Oh, I don't know. Oh, jeez. It's
4: hard. So yeah. we have a couple of hits, I think. That we could choose from. Mm-hmm.
2: People really like Lucy.
4: People do really like Lucy. Mm-hmm. That's sort of our hit. Dustin Payne is like, oh, I listen to that song every day.
0: <laughs> then I guess we're going to play Lucy. Yeah, go for it, man. I'm excited. This was awesome. Next time you guys do something really cool, I'll have you back on.
2: Awesome. Yay. we working on that right away. Yeah,
0: we'll try to be so interesting. Yeah, I'm going to need you to do like 100 states. In yeah. Two years.
4: We found yeah. some states and replayed them. Yeah, we just so good.
0: <laughs> Exactly. You have to c- circumvent places you've been before in the state, but just do it again. Yeah. You right. know,
2: we'll figure it out. <laughs> We're gonna incorporate some of South America. How do we find? Yeah. There you go.
0: We... Everybody
4: asked us if we played Puerto Rico, and I was like, no. <laughs> like,
2: <calm down>. Fifty <laughs> is enough, okay?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> fifty states, not like... commonwealths as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they like, oh, that's cool. You're doing fifty state tour, but um, how about all this other stuff too? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's an like, entire
0: world of- out there, guys.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's not really that impressive. Yeah, <laughs> no, but did they go to China?
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you just gotta like put on hipster glasses, be like, we'll get there.
1: Yeah.
0: And we will make it happen. But uh until next yeah. time. And <laughs> up. Hello, friends! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show, it is at Pod of Interest on Twitter. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at JediBrian on all social media sites. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. Let them know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. Speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. That's right, you asked, and I supplied! Just search The Interesting Podcast on TeePublic and get you some sweet, sweet gear. Also, I've made a Patreon, so if you'd like to support the show and get access to other exclusive shows, you can now do that over at patreon.com slash JediBrian. On that note, special thanks to Chris, Ben, Jim, Daz, Kelly, Daryl, and Logan. Your support means so, so much, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well.